Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's time for the Bobby Bones Post Show. Here's your host, Bobby Bones. A couple things that we didn't get to during the show. Angela Lansbury died from murder, she wrote. Yeah. I mean, I haven't thought about her in a long time. My grandma used to like her. Oh. But, you know. And she did the teapot in uh, Beauty and the Beast. Mm -hmm. Oh, good call. But she died. Man. I guess people die. I mean, she's... 96. 97. Oh, that's yeah, a good life. Yeah, just a few days shy of 97. Right? So it's one of those things where, one, I didn't think about her a lot. Two, she lived in 97. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But then you're like, oh, because she did die and we die. We do die. I hate that. What, do you want to live forever? Yeah. Well, you ever heard that song, uh, Vampires by Jason, Jason Isbell? Sing it. If we were all vampires, I think what it's called. And it's like, life wouldn't be worth living if... We live forever. Exactly. It's like there'd be. I'm just paraphrasing what he was saying. That if we live forever, this wouldn't be worth anything because we have infinity to do it again or do it better. So we wouldn't value it. Right. It'd be like having all the money in the world. Nothing would be worth anything because you could have everything. You imagine how bad we would be if we'd live forever. Just mm-hmm. we'd do whatever. That's a good song too. That's a, it's a sad, more sad one. Yeah. <laughs> how bad we would be. Uh, yeah, so If We Were Vampires by Jason Isbell. That comes to mind there. Uh, so Angela Lansbury died. Sad to, sad to see it go. Did you like Murder, She Wrote? No, no, but I watched it a lot because I was a kid and my grandma made me watch it. So I was like, this show was lame. She no, would just, But I have not. a good memory of it because my, my grandmother liked it, but it was an adult show and I was like 10. I wanted to watch WCW oh. wrestling. Was she a journalist or something? Or she was, was a writer. Yes, a writer. A writer. But okay. she was also investigating murders. murders. <laughs> that she wrote. 
Uh, so that was sad. The one that's real sad, not that that's not real sad, but she was 97, right? It's just different talking about it, is I worked with a guy on American Idol who I thought was the best singer of the season of this show. And so I just saw that he had died in a car wreck, which I thought was pretty crazy. His name's Willie Spence. He was on season 19 of American Idol, worked with him a lot. He died at 23 years old. Oh, no. And... Uh, I think it was a, a car wreck, Mike. Is that what it says? Mm-hmm. Oh, here it is from TMZ. A family source tells us Willie had a flat tire at some point, but accidentally got it, allegedly got it fixed and continued to drive home. He then crashed into a truck that was parked on the side of the road. I mean, that is tragic. Yeah. I don't know anything else about it. I literally saw it as a headline right as we were going from the show to the post show. That is super sad. He was a really sweet guy. Wonderful singer, but that doesn't matter as far as like what kind of dude he was. But I really enjoyed him. thought he was... Uh, super kind, really soft-spoken, but man, when he would sing, it was amazing. The best singer that season, but it's not always about the best singing, obviously, on those shows, but boy, he was good. That's it. American Idol, runner-up, Willie Spence has died in a car crash. Rest in peace, man. Just a good dude. Love working with him. There's another story. A woman gives birth 48 hours after finding out she was pregnant. Well, you can't get paint the room yellow or anything. <laughs> yeah, no preparing That's at all. That's it. It's just like, well, it looks like you're going to have a baby. What? There it is. So that's that's the story. 23-year-old Peyton Stover went to the doctor when her ankle started swelling. And he's like, hey, yeah, you're like six, seven months pregnant. And so then a couple days later, they rushed her in for an emergency C-section, and she had her baby almost immediately. This is much more believable. Not that I don't believe the other stories. People didn't know they were pregnant. A baby comes flying out. But this one's a little more believable because it's two days. She goes in because her ankles. The doctor was like, yeah, she came in because her ankles. And the next thing you know, baby cash was delivered. 10 weeks premature, weighing it at four pounds. Wow. Looks like baby's going to be fine. Right, Mike? At least according to the story. But I didn't know. And then all of a sudden, well, bam. Would you rather not know when it happened? And not freak out all those years. I'll talk to you two. Or would you rather have a lot of time to prepare? Because you've both done it. Lunch? Would you, would you just like, okay, we're going to have a baby. And then all of a sudden it shows up six hours later. <sighs> or is it like you have all these months to prepare. And is that more stressful and not worth it? What do you think? I mean, our first one came six weeks early. So we weren't prepared. So I would say you can be unprepared. Because we didn't have a crib. We didn't have a car seat. We didn't have a mattress. We didn't have diapers. We had nothing. So I think it... You know, mentally you knew, but heck, you, I didn't have any of the stuff. So it just coming, no problem. Eddie? Yeah, our first one was a surprise gift, and I remember freaking out for a good week, two weeks. And then finally I was like, all right, I can do this. But I'd rather just not know. And then like this, like, but, but oh, you you're having a baby. You for like three months before it's a baby. You're like, okay, we got to get all this. We got to breathe. Do you realize now that you didn't need to be that stressed? Yeah, you don't need to be that stressed. But you're always going to be the first time, I imagine. Absolutely. Yeah. it's It freaks you out. Scuba, you've had a bunch of kids. Yeah. What would you rather do? I'm not much into planning for it. I just like for it to just happen. <laughs> I was never scared. I was I, It's something I wanted, so it didn't matter to me either way. What's it like driving the baby home? Uh, it's very nerve-wracking. I think the first thing that actually hit me was my first interaction with another human and just realizing that human came from a parent and they raised them and all these things and just get perspective on life. And then I'm like, holy crap, that's going to be like my kid one day. He's going to grow up and be this adult. i got to take care of it. So you're driving home, and I'm super cautious. I had my flashers on. I drove really slow. <laughs> I was very nervous. I was just afraid that anything would happen to that kid. 
And then eventually, after a few weeks, I'm like, ah, whatever. He hits his head. Who cares? Oh. Yeah, I had to drive the mirror ball home once. <laughs> it's probably the same feeling. <laughs> yeah, you're very cautious. It's crystal, right? Very stressful. <laughs> Do you remember when you did, was it Breaking Bobby Bones, where you did the eggs in the truck? Mm-hmm. How careful were you driving that truck Well, with eggs? I was careful I was going to kill somebody else more well, than I was worried about the eggs. That's what we're worried about. Yep. <laughs> we're you really I'm about talking that. about, yeah, you got a baby in a car. You're hoping somebody didn't hit you because it, it could hurt the baby, right? Yeah. But I was worried. I was driving an 18-wheeler and had a eight, uh, CDL for like a week. And I was like, I shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> that is nerve <laughs> I'm on the highway in Chattanooga and cars are darting in and out. And I'm like, I'm going to kill somebody. Oh, if they, man. Like, they need to chill out. Like, I'm going to be fine. I knew if somebody hit me, that's a big old truck. And the eggs, we'll get more eggs. <laughs> and I was like, somebody's going to die. Because that, that's a massive truck. Yeah, but that's a good analogy. Like, you're just driving. You're very precious about everything. Yeah, it's like scuba set with the hazard lights on. You really wish you had police escort. I wonder, you probably could just pay if you, like, were. Baller. I don't want to use the word baller. <laughs> if you were baller. But could you could you hire a police escort to take you home? How does that work? Like how I does uh, when when like U2 comes into town and they have a police I'm gonna escort? I'm going to tell you. I've had a couple police escorts at the end of a, a show, and I don't know how they got there. Yeah. They're like, all right, we're going to get you out of here. And I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, we're going to ple- – got a car up front and a car behind. Very legit. And oh. I'm like, where am I going? We're going to get you to the airport. You're going to take me? Yeah, well, we're not, you're not going to get in the car with this, but we're going <laughs> to – Make sure you get out of here cleanly. I'm like, wow, really? Like, yeah. And it's all of a sudden, woo, the blue light. They don't hit the woo, but the lights come on. Yeah. And then boats, and then people just park. It's the fucking Oh, it's red amazing. Sea. And then people just go, and then they take you out three or four miles, like, you know, close to the airport. And they're like, all right, you're good. Good to go. And I'm like, did they think I was Luke Bryan or something? <laughs> did they get confused on who to take out of here? So you can hire one no matter what, like for any I event? I don't know. I like, never have. I don't know. I don't know anything about it. Man, I wish I'd known that from my high school reunion. Stop. Oh, that's hilarious. Like maybe the venue just paid for it. Here's uh, fees from 150 bucks to 500 bucks are common. Some police departments have escort or off-duty officer request forms online or available to pick up at department headquarters. But oh, I wonder- That's uh, 150 bucks. I'd pay 150 bucks for them to escort me to lunch. An escort? You would? Yeah, you know Wait, which cool escort are you talking about, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> well, not That's that. a deal. An escort can range widely in size, beginning with a single vehicle. They almost always assist with motorcades for the transportation of senior public officials, such as heads of state or heads of government, or can be hired by celebrities, professional athletes, or for funerals. You, do you know how epic that would have been, Lunchbox, if you'd have gone to your high school oh, reunion? Oh, man, I'm Wait, so sure, mad I didn't know about this. Is there another one coming up? You got 25 years? Well, Just have a party with all your years, old friends. Yeah. And show up in a... Yeah, it's about no, it's about two more years till twenty five. Save up, got yeah. plenty of time. How wow. funny though, the police are escorting the Ultima, and like they, no, no, they, they would... stop traffic, and the Ultima's that's like, the mm. funniest. He right? wouldn't do that. He'd like rent a <laughs> Corvette or something. <laughs> yeah, but hilarious if it's an Ultima. <laughs> yeah, escort. who is that? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, okay, so there's that. A couple was in trouble after a six million dollar bank transfer error. They claim they thought they won a contest. Yep. See, just say, I entered a lot of contests what online. What contests? Yeah, hey, <laughs> prove they didn't think that. Exactly. Prove it. Well, you can prove they didn't win it. But you can't prove that they didn't think they won. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my bad. I thought I won a contest. My bad. Mm-hmm. Your yeah. Honor, what's your, what's your, what are you pleading here? Pleading here? My bad? <laughs> I plead my bad. My bad. Money's or, gone. Or, Sorry. Hey, or you tell them, look, man, I got a call from someone. They said they had some money from a Nigerian prince, and I thought this was it. That's not bad. A couple right. went on a crazy spending spree, one that included four houses. Whoa. That's awesome. Boy, they went big hard and fast. Yeah. They're now in big legal, legal trouble. 
it seems in May 21, Crypto.com was supposed to refund these people 100 bucks. But one of the workers entered a few numbers wrongly on a spreadsheet, and then it showed up as about four million bucks. Wow, that's a lot of numbers in wrong places. Yeah, and different numbers. It's not even just wrong places. It looks to me like different numbers altogether. It's like wrong and different. So the couple pleaded not guilty to theft charges brought because they withdrew and spent the money, and their fate hinges on whether a court believes it was all an innocent mistake. See, and then they sell it, and then they make money. Now they sell the houses. They no, can make the difference? No, 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 you don't get to do that. Yeah, I think they that'd be illegal. They immediately come in, seize the houses, whoa, sell them whoa, back whoa. to try to get the money back. Yes, you don't get to keep the houses. <laughs> he no, can no. Sell the only positive can come is a non-negative, meaning you don't go to jail. That's the only positive. No, what I say is the judge says, okay, you got to sell those houses, so then you get the profit. That's not how that works. It should be. It's just he, like investing the, their money. The guy's jailed. She has been granted release on a $6,000 bond and is awaiting trial. As part of the conditions of her release, she must turn over her passport. Wow. So she doesn't flee. That's terrible. I'm having a very difficult jaw day today. Like if I'm having trouble pronouncing words because I can't open my mouth all the way. Some mornings I wake up and I've really started to, I do have one of those Theragun faces now that they sent me. Oh, you got it? So they sent me one. Theragun did? I was going to pay 300 bucks for that thing. That's awesome. Yeah. They, one of the guys, the PR is like, I'm a PR for Theragun. Theragun, Theragun right? Because it's yeah, like a Theragun. Face. Yeah. Because I have a Theragun that was gifted to me at Christmas for like when your body hurts or is sore. It's awesome. But I was like, I'm not paying. And that, you can't put the Theragun on your face. I'll knock you out. You ever see that cartoon, like the boxing kangaroo? Yes. That's what the Theragun feels like because it's a big glove. Boom, boom, boom. It hits you in the face. But the, it's a smaller one. It's got like a little point. And you can shove it in your face. But one of the guys hit me up on Twitter and was like, hey, we'll send you one of these. They didn't ask me to talk about it. I was already talking about it when I found out. That it, and so I get up and I, in my jaw. But some mornings. They just kill. I can't even open them all the way. So if you're ever watching on video and you see me do this thing where I take both of my hands and I put it in my mouth and I pull my mouth open as hard as I can. I'll do it in breaks sometimes. Yeah. And it's just like miserable. All of a sudden, one night I woke up and my jaw started hurting. And then my, I broke a tooth in my gums because I grind so hard. Oh. And it cut out of my gums. Dang, man. I don't know what it is. I don't know what day something happened and all of a sudden... I started having jaw problems. Does the jaw get warmed up later in the day? Absolutely. It's already getting a little warm now, but I struggled today a couple times in the news. I could feel my mouth not under Ohanaroi. So this is what happens, and I like I can't get the eyes on mm. words. It's almost like my accent's back because going to speech pathology when I was younger, especially when I knew I wanted to do something in broadcast, you had to learn how to not talk like you were from Arkansas if you were out of Arkansas. And so I, they'd say, okay, say this word in a sentence. They'd, they'd hold a sentence and I'd be like, the cat flew in the wind. <laughs> the cat. Kite? They, they, they'd, yeah. They'd say, well, no, that's called a kite. So I said a cat. <laughs> they were like, no, 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 no. It's a kite. A cat. It's like Lunchbox with, this is the story of a girl. I wouldn't hear it. And then we go, I, I, I. So I would spend time going, I. So now it's kite for the most part. And I still have an accent. But when my mouth doesn't open, it's caught. Because <laughs> it doesn't it's open back. It feels the same way. But I spent a lot of time even doing the, read this sentence. The man went hunting. Hunting. Uh, we'd read that again. Yeah, sure. No problem. The man went hunting. Uh, the man went hunting. Yeah, no crap. I read it right there. <laughs> that's what I said. That's, what, that's exactly <laughs> what, uh, what we're doing here. And they're like, no, hunting. Ing, ing, ing. So there were a few, the eyes and the ings are two things in the southern dialect that we don't say because we're not taught to say them. 
eyes and ends. And so that was a big deal for me and having to eliminate those mostly. I still talk very fast. It's not a Southern thing as much as it is. It's just I have, I probably think of a lot of things I want to say and I, they all kind of come out at once or very fast, but the jaws are just, they just kill. They just kill. Uh, painter sets thousands of his paintings on fire in front of his fans. Now, that's what? art. Why would he do that? That's art. That's art itself. Like you have a show and you set the whole place on fire. When I was a kid and Marilyn Manson was doing his thing, they used to say, you come to Marilyn Manson's show. They don't know which one, but one of the shows, he was going to lock all the doors while everybody's in there and burn the whole place down and kill everybody. That. In. He never did that though. Thank God. He, no, of course not. <laughs> but they did say he was but going to. But they did say that was a big rumor. I don't know who started the rumor, but I was like, wow. He had a lot of rumors about him, huh? Yeah, they probably started a bunch of them themselves. He removed a rib, right, to do the <laughs> thing? Mean, not to himself. That also is not true. Are you sure? Yeah, that's Metallica not true. wasn't devil worshippers. That was a big thing that I heard too. They're pretty normal dudes. Yeah. So these artists started a bunch of uh, urban legends about themselves mm. to seem crazier. Ozzy Osbourne. I don't know. Although on probably probably on a lot of substances, I think he's admitted that too. Not as just nutty and devilly as yeah. it was portrayed in the media. Uh, this artist, Damien Hurst, created 10,000 paintings and sold them as NFTs last year at over $1,800 each. The owners were given a choice to keep the painting and destroy the NFT or keep the NFT and destroy the painting. Makes more sense. So that way both didn't exist. Yes. So 4,851 of the 10,000 buyers decided to keep the NFT, so they burned the paintings. I would have kept the paintings. I don't know what's happening with the NFT and the digital world. Because <laughs> I bought some stuff too. Low, low, very inexpensive stuff. And I have a friend who was like, man, I'm really into NFTs. You buy memberships. Play. I feel like it ain't happening right now as much. Yeah, because it's nothing. Well. What is like, an NFT? But, nothing. But what is digital money in a bank? Nothing. No, no, it's still money. No, no, you but can turn it into money. Right. And NFTs you can sell to and get money as well. And yeah, but money, no one's and buying money, those and anymore. money goes up and down in value as well. The dollar goes up and down in value. It's the same thing. Yeah. It's, but my point is, this is so new. And even currency, and people go, well, oh, NFTs are all scam. Currency is all based on how people are feeling. Mm -hmm. Just like stocks. It's all based on how people are feeling about certain things and up and down. And we lose money, we make money. I they're, feel like you're blowing Lunchbox's mind right now. They're saying a recession in six months. Well, the more you say a recession is coming, the more people freak out about a recession, and a recession is more likely to happen because a lot of this is based on emotion. Now they're crediting things like the war in Ukraine, the money there, uh, inflation, and inflation is because so many people got so much money during COVID, and you go through, but in the end, once somebody starts to freak out, everything starts to freak out, and we all suffer from it. Not saying we shouldn't freak out sometimes, but it's all, it's what it is. It's all emotion. Money, money's fake. Go live your life. No, money's real. Trade furs no, and pelts. No, money is real. Money's no, real. No, no, trade furs and pelts. That's what I say. What, what does that mean? Furs and... Furs and pelts? Mm -hmm. Like the old days? Mm -hmm. huh. uh, frankincense and myrrh? That's real. You're going full wise man on me yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> I was going... <laughs> no, I was going like Johnny Appleseed or... You're going full wise man. Uh, let's see what else. Eating dinner at 5 p.m. is healthier, a study says. Oh, that's too early. You, that's perfect. That's perfect Oh, time. that's too early. I went to dinner with a friend a couple nights ago. And there, my wife and I went to dinner with a couple of friends. And they're older. They're 25 years or so older. And I was praying to God they had the same time we had for dinner. Like the same like desire for an early dinner. And so we were like, all right, what time do you want to go? And he was like, I don't know. Uh, let me just float this out there. Six. Perfect. <laughs> 
I was like, that is A plus. Went to dinner at six, a little late for us. Went to dinner at six, we were out. We, we probably ate till 8.30, that was a long, long dinner. But we were able to have that long dinner and still get home by nine because we are old. Yeah, and yeah. My wife has somewhat accepted my schedule of I got to eat early. She's like, I'm, she's fine with it too. So you're not hungry like at nine o'clock or eight. He's probably asleep. He's trying to go to bed. No, that's true. <laughs> Good point. Sometimes I don't eat a lot of sugar anymore, but I will process sugar. I will eat grapes though now at night. A little snack. Just to mostly, not even snack, just to mostly feel like yellow sugar. <laughs> Satisfy the tongue. Yeah, I don't mind. A fruit is, doesn't affect my stomach and it ain't processed and that stuff's bad news. That processed sugar, I love it. I can't get enough of it. I'd eat all day long. Cupcakes, cookies, cheesecake, ice cream. I would never touch a protein. I would just eat that if I could. But I still need that, like, mm, like, ah. Yeah. I was at lunch yesterday with some folks. And I don't usually go to meals with people, hardly ever, but I've had two in like two days. And we go and I talk about some work stuff. I didn't really know them that well because they, they were in town from California just talking kind of about a project. And they were like, you ever had a, you ever had a Coke? And I was like, Oh, you, you're talking to the right person. Yeah. I was like, you ever seen those? And I don't know them, but I said, like, you ever seen those 90s rock documentaries when people talk about the first time they ever tried heroin and they're like, oh. I said, that's me about once every 18 months when I have a Mountain Dew. Again, I take a drink and it burns. It's like, oh. I just escaped to a magical <laughs> land. You know, I'm like, probably not the most PC thing to say, but that's what it, when I see these 90s alternative guys going, you know, I tried heroin for the first time. It was like a magical escape. Probably not the same, but that's mine and my. That's what it give that gives that to me. Yeah, let's keep it that way. That burn. It's just like this. I just, let me take them. Walk you through it. Ooh, man, I had this in like 17 months. Okay, let me have some Mountain Dew. I'm, I've been working pretty hard. Psst. Pop the bottle open. <laughs> pour a little in there. A little ice. Clink, clink, clink. Right, not too much ice because the water's down and ain't good. I need it to burn. All right, be good to me. Have a drink. Swallow it. And that's it. I wake up three days later. <laughs> three days later. Naked and greasy. <laughs> I don't know what's happened to me, but that's it. Uh, so dinner at 5 p.m. may be healthier. I got to jump because we have an interview, right, in five minutes? Yes, 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 yes. yes. Um, the research published in Cell Metabolism found that the time of day we eat affects our hunger and appetite and energy levels and how the body stores fat. So those results were consistent in many other studies, but because culturally we like to eat dinner later based on our work schedule, that's why we eat at 6.30, 7, 7.30. Just based on what we find, what our culture tells us yes. are the hours that we work versus the hours we should eat after work. All right. Scuba's getting awfully antsy. Like he knows I'm about to do an interview, so I need to get off this thing, right? Is that why you're antsy? Yeah, yeah then we get a When you start scratching your beard, I realize we're... <laughs> you see my ticks and notice. I watch him all day. I'm, I'm watching Scuba all morning long for all kinds of stuff. Sometimes he starts freaking out and I'm like, okay, something's going on that I don't know. Or I'm saying something that I don't realize that I'm saying will get me in trouble. All right, we'll go. Uh, that's it for the post show. Thank you all. And... We'll see you tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.